0: Hey lady, welcome back to the show. I'm Heather Petty, your host, and today I have the incredible privilege of introducing Leah Valencia Key, the visionary force behind Valencia Key, a jewelry line that not only boasts beautiful, one-of-a-kind pieces, but also carries empowering messages for women y'all i just love this lady leah's journey is one of triumph over adversity Growing up in a disadvantaged Philadelphia neighborhood, she, along with her mother, sister, and brother, once called a homeless shelter their home. It was in those challenging times that her mother imparted a timeless lesson. Your predicament does not determine your destiny. You may know her name from QVC, Oprah's favorite pic. She's fabulous, so just sit tight and enjoy this episode. Life Coach BFF Show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called life with. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goody out of life because I believe God made the goodie for his people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. Leah, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: So excited, overjoyed, and honored to be with you.
0: Leah, I want you to know, when I think of you, these are the words that come to mind. My son and I play this game sometimes. I say a word, he goes underwater, he pops back up, and he tells me his first thought. And so when I think of you now, Leah, okay, these are the things that I think of. I think QVC, I think jewelry, I think Oprah's favorite things, what? (laughs) But I'm going to tell you the most important thing. And the first time I met you, these are the words that just came to me were Romans eight twenty eight, And those words are, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Mm, yes.
1: Everything. And it
0: so describes you. And so... We're going to start, we're going to unpack this from the beginning. If you don't mind, do you mind taking us back to where your story first began?
1: I love, I love, I feel like it's so necessary to always start the beginning because I do know that your start or your upbringing, it doesn't create who you are and where you are, but it, it can be this seed of deciding where you flourish and to be and if you see me and you look you'd see me in all yellow and bright and normally people would think oh she was raised and birthed in just light and brightness that's actually not the case it's quite the opposite i was born in the most impoverished area of inner city of philadelphia I love describing the neighborhood that I was born into. If you think of a a neighborhood with trash riddling the streets and violence breaking out and drug transactions happening on every corner, that's the neighborhood I was born into. And there was a moment where we went from actually poverty to destitute. And that means my mother, single mother, three children, barely supporting us in this one little under someone's home basement, one room where four of us lived, crammed in. And at that moment, my mother had broken her leg in about three places, which caused her not to be able to even afford that little apartment that we stayed in. So I remember vividly this clear day where she's bringing us, my sister, my brother and I home, And we get to the door and there's a padlock on the door. And so the single mother and her three children have no place to go. That's the first time I actually saw what true pain looked like in a mother's eyes. And that took us immediately to a woman's homeless shelter. And if anyone doesn't know what a homeless shelter looks like, the one we landed in, was a big gym room. If anyone knows what a cot is, it's this metal, uncomfortable, small thing. And there's cots one foot away from each other. And a mother gets one cot to a family. So we are balled up on one cot with the little belongings we have because everything is now locked into that apartment that we no longer have access in. There's moaning and crying and sorrow and darkness. But I share this specific moment because I call it the first light. And the first seed that was planted in my life, my mother looked down at us, my sister and my brother and I, and said, your predicament does not determine your destiny. Amen. In the midst of all of that. And I love saying that because now I was young, about um, age eight, third grade. And at that point, I only called it a seed because I didn't really understand those words, but I share it because words are power. So whoever's listening... What words are you speaking in your life? What words are you speaking into others' lives? What words are you just casually saying? Because they are so powerful that they'll resonate now. I'm 44 and they are manifesting in my life that my predicament does not determine your destiny. Now, time went on and we stayed in this homeless shelter, and I start to become my environment. So I start to become really negative failing every grade in school. And I remember the second light that was turned on in my life. I'm coming back from school to the homeless shelter. And I see my mother standing at the homeless shelter door. And I get in front of her and she says, do you want to be a follower or a leader? And I'm confused. <laughs> and, I, and she <laughs> me, like, what? And now I'm about fifth grade. So I'm two years older now, but still super young. And she said, because right now you're following You're following everything that you see, Leah. And guess what? You're going to become that. Or, Leah, you get to choose. You get to choose to lead your life. You get to choose to listen to the inner whisper inside of you. And you get to follow it all the way to your destiny. So, Leah, you choose. And she walked away. And I think that's so beautiful because she left me with the power and unlocking the understanding of choice because at that time I had never I thought whatever I saw I would have to just do and this was like oh I get to choose like I could, I could feel it there's a lot of things I block out but I could feel that moment where choice had been unlocked because I knew I didn't like that feeling of being these negative things but I couldn't understand that this inner side of me was the true side. And so I immediately went back to school and started asking for help, asking how do I get better, asking how do I see beyond my environment, and I started choosing and choosing and choosing, and the lights just start keep unlocking in my life.
0: And so, Leah, did you along the way? Would you just hear that whisper? Was it like a continuous whisper? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's it it still whispers. It's so interesting. Like it it still resonates with me in everything that. Um, you get to lead your life and I love the power so all hearts like not lead others externally but there's inside of you all that you are meant to be and you get to grab onto that and you get to lead towards that is it going to be easy no it actually gets super harder (laughs) and I'm not sure that right like because um God gives you things that you can do, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It's actually harder because when I was following, I was flowing with the river, right? So it's easy to just be and flow with the river. But if now you're saying, "No, I don't want to go with that current. I want to go opposite that current because my destiny is this way." Now you're you now you're being met with so much opposition, right?
0: Yes. And, and,
1: But when you have something rooted deeply inside of you that your predicament can't explain, and I call it God, that no human can um, justify. That is your godly whisper that says, this is who you are and this is where you're meant to be. And so above all, what you see, follow me. And that is the power that I'll always lean into.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so good. So two things from this, Leah. I'm I'm listening to you and I'm thinking. You know, God always positions us where He needs us. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking back to that little girl in Philadelphia. And I know you were probably thinking at times, "I'm stuck here. I'm stuck mm-hmm. here." But you know, you weren't stuck. You were positioned there. Yes. You were positioned. I
1: positioned. I. That is so good because I actually think that currently now and i'm like oh wow i had to be born there yes like i had to experience everything and so when challenge and tragedy come your way it is the way in which you understand what's happening in your life so that you can actually grow to where you're supposed to be it's not um I know someone has said it, and forgive me for not quoting who actually said it. Oh, Oprah! I think it's not happening to you; it's happening for you.
0: For you, and yes. you just
1: dissect what's the for you, and then that's the light that you grab onto, and start moving towards that light.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And this is another thing that that caught my attention while you were speaking. Is you know God. When he knows that you're going to bring him along, you'll receive invitations into rooms and conversations you wouldn't have ventured in otherwise, ever, ever. That you can't even pray for. Right. When you
1: surrender, and we're all human, so we're going to have our human ways, but when you have a heart to say, God, I do surrender, I do, you are my guiding star. Even when my humanness comes in, my root and core is you and you're my guiding star. God will start guiding you to places that you don't even know
0: is on the map. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we agree. Just from nowhere, from nowhere. Okay. So let's get back to your story. Okay. So you then went to college. You, you yes. Yeah, your so grades, you changed your life. You turned it over. You made good made grades. It. You worked hard. It was not okay?
1: easy, but worked hard. Was the first and only person in my family and in my neighborhood environment to go to college. Got my um, undergrad in business, got my graduate degree and uh, my master's in education. And so really just start choosing what was God. I was externally ignoring what was outside and internally following what was inside. And here's the the beauty of life, which can look challenging. All this time I'm choosing, my mother begins to get very sick. Mm. And Uh, deathly ill and could not um, break out of society stereotypes and fear and then that that start to change into physical illness that just start to break her down physically and through all of this me trying to get through college my mother was becoming deathly ill and the last few words that she was able to share with me was I see you leading your life I see you shining your light and it is so beautiful that you are choosing towards your destiny. And she handed me these little earrings and she said, so sometimes you're not gonna think you can find your light. So wear your earrings every day as a visual wearable, wearable reminder that if you put them on, if you touch them, if you see a glimpse of them in the mirror, that within inside you, there's always light and all you have to do is choose it. And that was so beautiful for me, and it was personal. I just start honestly hand sketching jewelry for therapy for me. Like, what would these visual wearable pieces look like that reminds me and helps me guide me through this journey of life? From what my okay. Mother so did.
0: wait, wait a minute. You have you're not an artist. You just started no, sketching just started jewelry. To,
1: yeah, I love. Now, I I would like to say I'm a self-proclaimed artist. I would always doodle and I mean, when I was in school, I was supposed to be taking notes and I'm doodling sketches. So like okay. my brain works creatively, like uh-huh. my joy comes alive. And when you start, my joy comes alive through creativity. That's where my brain activates. in. so this actually allowed me to have intention of my artistic activation but i'm self-proclaimed i never went to classes or anything i just start sketching it so right i just like because i felt it was therapy for me i lost my mother shortly after that and so i thought that was kind of therapy for my mind and my heart um of all the words and the beauty that she had put into me but it was it was only for me it's a sketchbook right here Just like, just for me, nothing. And so I just went throughout my life and I um, got my master's in education. And one would say that this is great. So like, oh my gosh, homeless, poverty, master's degree, amazing. And um, yes, but that was external world amazing. My inner whisper that my mom had told me to listen to and follow was saying, Where does your joy come alive? Where do you start to radiate in your best? And it truly was through forms of creativity. And I acknowledged that immediately. And even though it wasn't aligned with what the world said was smart, I immediately went back with a master's degree to cosmetology school (laughs) and (laughs) this artistic thing. I knew because I sketched things, I sketched jewelry, But I found this kind of really cool thing about doing this art on a human form. And that's how I found cosmetology school. And I wanted to follow it. I didn't know where I was following it, too. But my mom said, follow my destiny. So this is what I'm going to do. So in that, I'm sweeping floors with a master's degree. With a master's degree, you're sweeping
0: floors. Okay.
1: Okay. And and I love sharing that because God will never leave you and and some things look real odd but if god said it's so you should probably say yes even though if it doesn't seem in alignment if if it's in the most key that i love unlocking in people is what is being whispered to you inside of you that's what you gotta follow and it may sound crazy to the world because what the world would say about that story is, oh, great, master's degree, you already beat odds. But you shouldn't even have gotten out of high school from what society says from where I was born into. So then you just follow your master's degree and you just get a job doing that. And you have successfully won. That's what the world would say. But God said, not so. And here's what I need for you to do for me. And if you trust me, you'll follow me. And so I said, yes. And I went back to cosmetology. I'm sweeping floors and I'm learning this artistic form that is so cool and so expressive. And honestly, I'm making no money at all. I'm barely supporting myself. But I was so alive. And I, it's like a counter, like I knew I was alive and I just targeted myself on where do I need this to take me? And so I targeted, I was working in um, MAC Cosmetic that anyone knows is big makeup brand back in the day. And uh, I found this lady, if you were a professional in the um, media industry, you would get a professional card. And I asked her, oh, what do you do? And she said she worked for QVC. Now I was young. I didn't even know what QVC was. And she said it was a 24-hour television network. And I immediately was like, oh, immediately I knew. I was like, I want to work there. That's what I'm going to do with my cosmetology. I knew I didn't want to work in a salon. It wasn't a client thing. It was an artistic thing for me. So I targeted this out of nowhere. Like, I'm going to work for QVC. This lady, this is how God works. I'm telling you. Um, and, and so when i when i say these things how are you sweeping the floors are you sweeping them in anger or are you sweeping them in light and joy and kindness that's where the transition of moving your life through trajectory happens because if you're given a whisper and you do it ungrateful in spirit then you may get stuck and limited there. But if you give a whisper and you do it in joy, even when it doesn't make sense, things just start unlocking for you because God sees you showing up. And this lady said, oh, I'll connect you with someone at QVC. She hadn't known me. This was a one-time ring up. She actually did. I could not get a a total interview because I didn't have my full cosmetology license. But
0: but do you see how God works? Yes, and he never wastes a thing. He does not waste a thing. That's so
1: good. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're like, oh, but why did I do that? Or why did that happen? That's a good word. God is not wasting a thing. He is using it. It's it's like um, the leftovers, right? Like God is eating all the leftovers, making the bone into um, fertilizer, using the fertilizer, the water, the plant. Like every part of your story is able to be used. Every part of your journey is yes. able to be used. That is exactly how life is. And that's the testimony. So. I did not get the job at QVC at that time because I needed a license. So it took me five years. So that's my target. I'm a person that targets. If it's whispered in my spirit, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to give up until it is done. And it took me five years. I got my license. I got my cosmetology teacher's license. And I kept applying to QVC. And it was, no, you're not qualified. No, you don't have enough experience. I even went up to um, the studio. You cannot do that anymore. It's so much security. But before then, <laughs> just drive in and I went up with a little CD. I'm dating myself with my portfolio. And I said, oh, they need to see my light. That's what's missing. There's a barrier here. They don't see the light. <laughs> so I go to show my light and the security guard, they call them gatekeepers, right? The gatekeepers. He's not light. And he's like, <laughs> I'm a like, big smile, bright. And he's like, Who are you here for? And I'm like, Oh, I just want to give my um my CD, I'm a stylus. And I go to the thing and he's like, Do you know a name of a person? Uh, no, I just and he said, Man, you have to turn around and get off the campus. And I'm like, Ugh. and I start crying, but I love sharing that because I'm humanly crying. So physical tears are coming. at this godly whisper is so strong inside of me saying you are going to walk through those doors one day and you are going to walk past that very same man it was so clear but there were no signs that it could be possible so anyone maybe there's signs that is not possible but if the word is clear keep going and so i just start speaking out into the world to everybody and i would be in a supermarket. If you smiled at me twice, I would tell you I (laughs) wanted to work for QVC. I get a two smile barometer. (laughs) See how you're smiling? Oh, I definitely would have told you, I want to work for QVC, like immediately. And people would say, that's okay. Hi, ma'am. And like had to brush me off. I would just tell everyone. And uh, one day I was um, working at uh, this part-time job, trying to support myself. And I shared with someone and he said, he smiled twice. And I said, I want to work for KDC. And he said, oh, I'm a I'm a videographer for Comcast, but my friend works for KDC. And I like to stop there because who are you in the midst of where you say you're supposed to be is the power. And because he says he knows a friend and I say, okay. And I give him my information. Don't know if it's true or not, but... Huh. The next morning, Stephanie Humphrey is the friend. She has never physically met me, laid eyes on me, nor heard of, heard my voice. She has only been described to me of how I am from her friend. And, and my way of being must have been described as this joyful light, that whatever you can do for her, I think it will be wonderful. And so she says, my friend says your light uh, you say you want to work for QVC. Here's the salon contact number, email address, manager's name, and oh, by the way, you can use me as a reference.
0: Wow. Oh, what? If that's not the
1: you don't know what it is. I, I have amazing. been a for five years, so I did, I did that very thing. Stephanie Humphrey, lovely heart of God. Um, and that got me the interview. And so what I love to share in those five years of I'm not qualified, I'm sweeping floors and I'm learning. The salon that I'm working in that I'm sweeping floors on was a salon based on education. So the owner, Andre Richard, was teaching me all different hair textures, all different techniques. So I was in a place of learning. So every no I got, I was learning more, more, more in technique. I needed that five year no. Yes. Because if I had gotten the yes, on the first time I would have not gotten in. This time fast forward I was ready. I got in, I got the interview and that exposed me to a dream of KVC is like a um I call it a adult Disneyland. It's a place where people are making dreams people's happen which are hosts. And then these business owners that are dreamers And they are shining their lights so bright and making it tangible and putting their dreams out in the world. And I was styling these people 24-7 a day, soaking up. I'm from poverty. I didn't even know how a business happened. I just thought they were there. Like I had no understanding of business and that any average person can start a business. But being in this QVC salon artistry, and I want to share, do you understand that God said artistry... But it was for me to be exposed to this place. So there are so many layers to why you're supposed to say yes to God. Yes, I love creativity, but now I'm in the business of dream makers. And these two beautiful hearts, Jamie Kern Lima, founder of It Cosmetics, and Vicky Sai, founder of Tatcha Skin Care. Now, I've had so many earth angels in my life. That's a whole podcast
0: just right i'm
1: sure the blessed people that have blessed me so i am not just isolating these two beautiful hearts they're the only one because i have so many but i I share their names out because they're my business inspiration and they become my sisters um but what they saw was my light in that salon and they said come with me and these beautiful hearts took me in rooms that i didn't even know existed They took an artist, a makeup artist and a hairstylist and, and said, just sit in the corner of the PR meeting. Just come with me to this business meeting. Just come and sit with me in the press conference, exposing me to things that I didn't even know happened in the world or that was possible. And every time I would be done styling a beautiful heart like that, the last thing that they would say is, what jewelry, what bracelet do I put on? What earring do I, what neck do I seal? It was that last seal of confidence before no one else could walk out on stage with them. No one else could go live with them. It was that confidence seal. And I realized I had been hand sketching these pieces that my mother had shared with me that was symbolic and that my whole entire light had been coming through the dark and being light through the dark. And that the reason why that these wonderful hearts had, said come with me may not have just been because of my skill probably not my skill truthfully but because of my light and i realized that when i saw what they were doing they showed me that if you have a real intention of true pure love in heart and a mission and you take that and you pour it inside of a tangible product And it's given to a receiver. It becomes life-changing in the hands of the receiver. So that's when I realized, oh, I think I got to bring this to life. I've got to bring these wearable joy pieces that I've been hand-sketching to the world. And that's when I started out on my own journey um, of creating Valencia Key, which Valencia means bravery and key is unlocking. And so when everyone wears it, it's, visual wearable reminders to unlock the light, the joy, the possibility, the bravery and courage in your life.
0: This is so amazing. <laughs> I mean, I am just on the edge of my seat. This is so amazing. And I just look at this, like we said before, you were positioned in Philadelphia, you were positioned in cosmetology school, then you were positioned, you know, here at QVC, styling hair. I mean, you just, and you got this education along the way. And that's what I've really tried to stress to my own children. I have four children. One Mm -hmm. has a new job right out of college. I'm like, soak it up. Everything you can learn from these people, soak it up. This is such a good example of that. Soak it up. Even if it feels like it's a place that you're not
1: supposed to be right now, there's something for you to get there there's something for you to learn. And when I look over it, I'm like, oh, wow, there was so much I needed to learn. Like, how do I interact in business? How do I work with human contact? Like, you get what I mean? So in the salon, you're working with this interface of people. There's a power in that learning. How do you engage energy when you're working? Like, all of these things. And if you isolate what you're doing, and you really focus on the intention of why you're there and what you can learn from it. Oh, the magic that can
0: happen! Yes, you got a free education. Is what yes. you did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and that's the beauty. And so,
1: say yes. And I, t- I love Tony Robbins. He he says that in his um events. And it is so powerful because a lot of times we say no, we say no to ourselves. Let's forget saying no to something externally. But a lot of times we say no to ourselves because we've self-isolated or canceled ourselves out for whatever reason. Sometimes we say no because we say we're not qualified. Sometimes we say no because we're not capable. Sometimes we say no because I just don't feel like it. But when we say yes, and we move through the uncomfortable, because everything I said was uncomfortable. But I'm, I'm saying it so smoothly, but I want to be very clear that none of it was easy and none of it was comfortable, but God had already told me that your predicament is not your destiny. So this uncomfortable predicament is only a catalyst to your destiny. You have to push through it. You have to push through it. Mm. And if you know why you're pushing through it, I think the reason why we can't push through it is because we're not too sure on why we are. And so if I'm not sure why I'm pushing through it, I'm not going to push through it either, to be be perfectly honest, right? (laughs) But if I just attach something to it that I can hold on to and that will give me as humans we need to understand the value of something. Right? No matter right. what it is. And it's not monetary value. I love making money. I need to make money. I don't ever want to be homeless again nor starve the way I did when I was younger. But there is a there's a value that's bigger than tangible. There has to be a non-tangible value that you attach to everything. That would allow you to transform in this really positive, light-filled way of being. That you can do everything with this intention.
0: I agree. Okay, now let's get back to the story, Leah. So yeah. you designed. <laughs> I got hear more. You designed this. You said, "Okay, I can do this." I've been listening in on these conversations. These well, meetings. I don't even think I can do it. I'm
1: like. I don't know if I can do this, but this whisper is saying to do it. So I'm going to say uncomfortably yes to it. And the entire way I'm like, sure. (laughs) And um, the funny part is my sister mentor, Love Hearts, are in beauty industry. So they're like, you can do it. They are very clear on that. You can do it. I don't know. Cause I don't do jewelry. So, (laughs) so now I'm like, okay. So the easiest thing that I do, I have a book full of hand sketched jewelry designs, right? So I've got that. And I knew everything that I created had to be created from my heart, from my intention and from why I want you to feel what you feel when you wear it. So I'm like, well, how do I get these in my book made? I'm so confused. So I went to Google, <laughs> so groundbreaking. I Googled, how do I take my hand sketches to actual jewelry? And I and I must be honest, when you Google, you have to play with different wordings to kind of get the right answers. But I start to piece Google through. And I found out that you have to get your drawings into a 3D design. Google how to get a 3D design. And then I Googled, how do you get a manufacturer to take your 3D designs? And so I Googled my way through this entire experience to get my first um, prototype. And I must admit, I'm still a very small brand um, that is trying and growing. And when you're small, manufacturers don't want to take a chance on you. Because you're not, or they're called MOQs, um, minimum order quantity. And so they don't want, you. I as a small business can't afford these huge minimum orders. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like a thousand units. I don't even know if I can sell one unit, like to be exact. So manufacturers generally don't take chances on small businesses, but I just kept Googling and kept meeting so much that I got on a plane um, to meet a manufacturer and uh, because you know like I said they've got to see my light <laughs> and <laughs> as I realized um, oh you have these hand sketched jewelry but through my um, sister mentors I realized that the whole thing has to be intention like when someone experiences what is the name What does that name mean to them? Like, what is the color? What is the symbol that identifies? Like, all of that has to be the intention. And I knew, I was looking around in my current world, and I was like, well, I have to see beyond what is in front of me. Just like when I was in poverty, right? I asked, how do I see beyond my environment? And so I knew I needed to travel to another country. That was in my heart. And so I traveled to Egypt, morocco and i wound up in spain i think the moral of my story is be random <laughs> and, and it will align <laughs> so i get I can to do that <laughs> i went up I, I wound up in egypt first and in egypt this tour guide is taking me to all these temples and i believe god is everywhere and initially i'm looking at these temples in a touristy way like So pretty, so pretty. And I land in this last temple and I hear God's word so clear. God said, you are here for a purpose. Get down on this holy floor and ask for what you are here for. I'm like, oh. And so literally I get on this holy floor and I ask out of my mouth and there's some power in speaking words out of your mouth. I ask God by the end of this journey, please let me be clear on the name that has an intentional purpose on a logo that is symbolic of everything that you want the receiver to feel and see. I get up off that floor, I now take a trip to Morocco and Morocco is showing me all of these different lights, just pretty lights, it's just the beauty of the culture. And then I walk into this one store in Chefchaouen, it's so small. It's a um, Chefchaouen is a blue town, so everything's painted blue, super cute. And the store is filled with keys, like brass keys. It was obnoxiously filled with these. It was scary. And so I go to find the store owner because I'm confused on why all these keys are in this store. And I ask him the question, like, why do you have all these keys? And he looks at me as if I should know. <laughs> and he's like. The key is unlocking the light in your life. It's symbolic of unlocking light in your life. And I immediately get chills because I've been seeing light. When I think about my journey, I have been in nothing but darkness, but have been light in the midst of darkness. And I'm like, okay. And I'm walking out maybe... That evening, I see backpackers. This is really random. I see backpackers, and I ask them where they're going, and they say they're going to Spain. And I ask them, "Can I come with them?" I have two days left on my journey. My flight leaves from Morocco, so I need to get myself back to Morocco at some point. But I'm like, "Can I come with you?" I didn't even know if Spain is near Morocco. I must admit, I follow these backpackers on a bus to a ferry, on a ferry, over to the tip of Spain, and that when we land in Spain, I knew our journey together was over, so I'm like, let me take along with you, and I separate with, with them, and I find myself in the middle of the town, hanging out with locals in Spain, and they're talking, and then one person asks me my name, and whenever I say my name, I always say my full name, first, middle, and last name, because when I was little, my grandmother, when she meant something very serious, she would say Valencia and I would focus like that was her way of focus in the end. So I said, Valencia key to to the um, local. And they said, wow, Valencia. They was like, that's a powerful name. In our slang dialect, Valencia for us is bravery and courage. Wow. Boom. Oh, (laughs) chills. And I, so I got to get myself back. I spent only a night there, literally. I spent a night in Spain. I get back and on the flight back from Morocco, I am seeing clearly the vision of the light and the lights that I had saw and the, my life of journey, light through darkness. And I'm taking the V that symbolizes that courage and bravery. And I draw them in a star form. And I take that key that was just shared to me is that symbolic way of unlocking the light in the life. And I place it in the center of the keys of bravery and the light form. And that becomes the logo of Valencia Key, this star of Vs with the key in the center that in all of my designs, it is that because it is that wearable reminder that you have the can side of you to always choose to unlock your light, unlock your bravery, unlock your courage. And all we have to do is see it and choose it.
0: Oh, Leah, that is so good. It's so, so good. Oh, my goodness. Now you've got, got this it. fabulous brand. You know yes. where you're headed. Yes. And
1: you I go back to QVC. So now I'm still working at QVC as a stylist. And what I need you to know, this is two different worlds. Like being a stylist is no connection to getting any products on air. It's actually harder because they are very strict on what comes in. So I didn't, I don't even know this next best thing to do it. But that wasn't my first thing. I was my first sample I wore, I just wore it. And I'm uh-huh. styling all of these beautiful hearts. And people would ask me, what is that? What does it mean? What are you up to? And I would just share my journey as we're styling. And these loving hearts would say, oh, I need a piece. I, I, need, that. I need that light on air with me. I need that joy on it. I need that courage on air with me. And these wonderful hearts would just start wearing it on air, wearing it on air, sharing it with their friends. And it just became this word of mouth thing that loving women just start wearing it. And then I realized like, oh. I want Valencia key to be a physical product on QVC. And the reason why is yes, I work there, but QVC is a place where you are able to tell the story. Yeah, Like on a regular shelf, you don't know, you see yellow, you see if you like it or if you don't like it, but you don't know the power behind it. You don't know the love within it. And QVC allows you to share that. And so now I'm like, oh, It has to be on QVC, so what do I do? Follow my rules. Tell everyone who smiles twice at me. So I tell everyone I want my jewelry to be on QVC. That goes from three years. Three years I'm telling people I want my jewelry to be on QVC. Third year, I get a text message on my phone from a friend. And she's like, Leah, QVC is having a big client competition. You've been talking for years It's your time to get on QVC, apply. And honestly, I don't feel I'm ready. So I ignore that text message. Two days later, the same text message comes in from someone totally opposite of this person who doesn't know them, says the same thing. You need to apply. You've been telling me apply to this QVC, big fine. I'm like, okay, God, well, I'm not ready Clearly, you're ready. So I'm just going to say yes. (laughs) So I go in the application process to apply for this big fund. So they're looking for small brands to bring on QVC. It's a huge national competition. And I'm applying. Now, here's the blessing. I've been working for QVC for years now, and I've watched QVC over and over and over again. So I understand the language. I understand the flow and so I take that same flow and language that I watched and, and share my intention. So I made the mini QVC cell and I found yellow flowers and my friend tape me running my jewelry over yellow flowers. And I shared the story of the why and that it's stainless steel and it's like our lives, it's strong and durable. It may bend, but will never break. And they say yes to the first section. And then I get into a big room Of It was thousands of people there, thousands. And I have to present again. And they say yes to the second round and just keep yes, yes. And I finally get in front of the last part, which are the buyers. And this is an intimate setting where it's just four buyers and me. And it was beautiful because at this point, I was able to share my heart. And I was able to share what I want the QVC hearts to really receive when they get valencia key in their life and that time they said okay well think about it and two weeks later i got a yes that i was a winner of the qvc big fine competition you see the story in the circle of life
0: Uh, it just all weaves it weaves in and out in and out leah it's amazing in and out so jamie
1: um and her book is in New York's time um, bestseller. Believe It. And she's coming out with a new book, which is going to be so amazing, called Worthy. Oh my gosh, people have to pre-order that. Um, she says, she calls me one day and she says, Leah, do you understand you went from homeless to in over a hundred million homes? Because QVC is aired in over a hundred
0: million
1: homes. That is unbelievable when you follow God's word.
0: Yes. Yes. And now we're in QBC. Okay, Leah. All right. Yeah. Now, I feel like I need a drum roll for this because this is so unbelievable what I'm about to say. <laughs> then you became one of Oprah's favorite things. How in the world and what were you thinking? How did you hear about this? So I was featured. So i'm still, my—I
1: mean, all of this is mouth dropping. I—I I really am. I would love this. I can't even explain it. I a one. I like this. I'm. T- I really believe it's who you are in the world. I if I can stress anything, I don't think it's what you're doing. I think it's. Who are you in everything that you're doing that will become a magnet of love? If you choose to be love in in everything you do, and I talk about light and like, what is light? It's like, it's this openness, it's this willingness to flex. It's, It's a smile on your face that's not a superficial smile because it comes from an unwavering rooted joy in your heart it's it's a way of moving through obstacles without bringing um negative energy in it. It's all of that is light and people will gravitate that from afar if you just show up consistently being you in that way, people watch and it's the Absolutely. truth if you don't think people are watching they are watching and I got an email from um a editor a oprah magazine editor and said can you submit these pieces um to us to send them in and so i sent in a few of my pieces and i was so excited and nervous but i didn't think (laughs) anything of it i'm like what first of all how did you find me and then I look in a magazine. Uh, I look in the No, I didn't even I didn't even know I was in Oprah's favorite thing magazine to be honest. Because I got that email they don't tell you that you're going to be in the magazine. It's not like you've been literally Someone on Instagram messaged me a picture of my earrings, the limitless hoops in Oprah's magazine. And that's how I found out. And and, and like it just keeps going from glory to glory. Now I and I was I love sharing highlights. I do because it's beautiful, but they are valleys. And so when you see my jewelry, some of the designs are these consistent circles with sparkles in them and movement because there are peaks like. KBC, and there are peaks like the oprah magazine but then there are valleys of no cells and there are valleys of business challenges and me being from a place of poverty not knowing how to make a business or how to do a business and the challenges of learning what a business does and how to efficiently do business things all of those are valleys that i am consistently in but I choose to not let them be my story. That is the predicament. (laughs) That is not my destiny. And so I'm moving through these valleys. I'm consistently, you know, praying for sales because even when you get exposure, that doesn't mean you get a sale. And even if you're on QVC, you do have to pray that people buy. You are taking a chance on making these large inventory quantities and in prayer that it is received. So you were always on an edge. <laughs> and, but that's the beauty of life. How how are you when you are on the edge is is the story to me of Valencia Key. And, and really when you wear Valencia Key, it shows you that all things are possible. Like if you can wear my pieces from someone that the world had, would have counted out from a statistical book perspective then whatever you want and dream is totally possible. I'm a living vessel and witness to it.
0: I'm so curious because here you are, you know, you your family, are they I'm not sure if they're still in Philadelphia, but I'm just thinking about you moving through these stages, you're the first person to graduate college, you get yeah. your masters, you know, you go to cosmetology school, you are doing all these things. You're so driven, Leah. The people around you, did you get any of that? Who does she think she is? Did you mm. feel that ever?
1: You know, I didn't. Yeah. I got like, oh, that's Leah.
0: <laughs> Look at there her she go. goes. <laughs> She's under I... the next thing.
1: <laughs> there she goes. Like I, it's, It wasn't opposite of my character because I remember when I was little and um, in like school and we didn't have any clothes. So my clothes were, you know, run down and we we weren't eating. Like at the end of the month, the public assistance food would run out. And so we would be starving like the last two weeks. So I would go to school so hungry. So it's kind of like, quietish but I would be a maven so I wasn't the cool kid I wasn't popular or anything like that but I remember like sitting in a corner watching the cool people dance and like be the thing and I would never look at it in a negative I would be in the corner learning the dances for myself, right? Like, I wasn't welcomed into the group, but I didn't feel isolated because I would see them dance and I would be learning the dance for myself. And then I'd come home and do that. And so they were like, there goes Leah just soaking it up and taking on whatever world she's gathering, whatever seed she's collecting. So it, that's what I received. They're just like, look at her go Oh, I
0: love it. I love it. I mean, Leah, I look at you. That's the first, my first impression. I was like, she is a unicorn. When you said, I love you, I'm like, Whoa, well, there's another unicorn like me because I love to tell people that I love them because there's so much hate out there. I'm like, you know what? If you can hate, I can choose to love you. Please. Love is this universal thing. And I
1: just I rebuke anyone saying that you can't love someone you don't know. Like that is just not true. I choose to love you. Like I said in the speech, love is an action word. So if I tell you I love you, I have to
0: act accordingly.
1: And that's a beautiful thing. So I'm so excited we're aligned with that.
0: We are a lot, I could talk to you all day, Leah, but I know that our time is up and I'm so sad about it. You'll have to come back and join me again. Promise me that you will. This has been an honor. I am so, so grateful to share you and your story, Leah. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you, it's an honor. Thank you for seeing my light, anyone who is here and I'm so honored you let me pour into your heart and connect with me on my um, website valenciakey.com just put your email in I put it as a place yes I'd love for you to wear Valencia Key that is my prayer in order for me to stay open and shine this light I need that support but just connect put your email in and I'll always just have some light to share or on Instagram, it's Leah Valencia Key or Valencia Key Design. Just so I think if we see what's possible in the world, our dreams become bigger and our steps become movement. Because when you see someone as living proof, then we are all human. And so then you'll be inspired that whatever God whispered for you is possible and you'll start doing your thing too.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. I love you, Leah. I love you so much. Thank you so much again.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks again for being here with me today. And a couple of things before we go, don't forget to tap the plus sign in the top right-hand corner of the screen so you will be the first to receive updates of new episodes that have recently dropped. Go follow Leah at Leah Valencia Key over on Instagram or check out her jewelry on valenciakey.com. Love this time with you. Take care.